Today we're gonna have some fun. We're gonna talk about our relationship aspect of the podcast and what we do for fun. Yes, relationships are hard work, but at the end of the day, you do the hard work so you can have some fun. We love to rejuvenate our relationship every year by going on what we call our celebration vacation and celebrating in Disney World. So these are going to be our top tips for couples without kids. No children. No kids allowed. Um, And how to have the best time and reconnect. See you inside. Hey, we are Tony and Sarah. We are best known as producers and educators in the dance and entertainment world. And although we've had some major success, we've also had some challenges along the way which have included failed relationships, failed businesses, heart attacks, and even a near-death experience. Although we've gone through the hard, we still believe that fairy tales do exist, if you're willing to fight for them. So we are here to help you navigate your health, wealth, and relationships, and a little bit of Disney. By sharing what has worked for us, we can help you to keep fighting fighting for for your fairy fairy tale. Welcome back to Fighting for Your Fairy Tale. Hello, everybody. We uh, have been pretty serious the past few podcasts, so we decided we'd lighten it up and give you some tips. Um, Maybe you're traveling over the summer or um, planning your next big vacation a year from now. Yeah, just one of the things that we were told that we get pretty deep and we do because we we've been through a lot and but we've come out the other side but at the same time you have to enjoy the moment so we thought we'd tell you about what we do our our celebration vacation consists of new year's eve new year's day my birthday our anniversary sarah's birthday and completion of a marathon (laughs) all in one week that's called celebration vacation because we do it all one time get it all done and then go back to life it is a way we tend to reconnect i know we've kind of talked about it before on the podcast about like why getting away is so important um and stepping back to reconnect but These tips are specific to our favorite place together to do that, and it's Disney World. And for the guys listening out there, I pushed back on this for a while. I mean, I worked at Disney World. I was a, um, back in, oh my gosh, back in the 1900s, I worked as an entertainment uh, employee in the Magic Kingdom. So I was part of a group called the kids of the kingdom and the summer program. And so I love Disney world. Um, when my wife was saying, let's go, let's go. I was kind of like, okay, let's go. But then for me, I realized it was a really good way for us to get away. It was a really good way for us to get um, a new perspective on things, get out of our environment. And then at the end of the day, I let myself have fun. Um, it's amazing what that place does. I have an amazing brother-in-law. Hey, Johnny. And, and Mahendra. And Mahendra, <laughs> two of them. 
And I will say this between Johnny, he is not the guy that you, you know, would expect to be, you know, skipping down Main Street with his daughter. And it was just, it's an amazing transformation, transformative, transformative place, excuse me. Um, it looks allows you to be a kid and it's okay there. Um, and it's amazing because I kind of feel like we're all, we all need that safe space anyways, where we can just let go and don't have to impress anybody. You don't have to be the boss, don't have to be the manager, don't have to be the supervisor, but can just let go, be a kid. And for some reason, the atmosphere that they create there allows you to do that and, and you feel safe to do that. Um, and uh, we've had a number of our family members come who were serious men, serious girls, serious women, serious people, mm-hmm. you know, running to the next one, let's go, come on. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's, it's really an amazing feeling. Um, So yeah, let's get to it. Yeah. These are our top tips for adults, pretty much just you and your significant other, however that might be. Um, Cause some of these tips, when you do add on a family, it can, they can start to add up financially. And so, um, but these are, these are really great to kind of help make the experience a little bit nicer. First tip, Mr. Tony. First tip. Um, it can be helpful to invest in the GD Plus program. If you don't know, if you're not familiar with Disney World, it is pretty much a get to the line quick pass. Um, they used to have something called Fast Pass Plus, uh, which was free. Then during COVID, they came up with Genie Plus, which you have to pay for. And there was a lot of kickback and pushback with it. However, if you go to Universal, they offer the same thing and for more expensive. Basically, you get to the front of the line quicker. Um, And for a family of four, it can get, or a family of six or your group, it can get pretty expensive because it starts, if I'm not mistaken, it starts around $15 mm-hmm. per person. And you get this, per person, not per day, but per ride. Well, there's two options. So there's the $15 per day per person, but then there are the specialty rides that can cost... for just that ride. And it's going to be, you know, at the time of this recording, Tron just opened, right? A few months ago. So it's going to be for things like Tron or Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, So in other words, splurge with your whole family. That's a lot of extra funds. It could either easily be an extra $100 just to ride one ride at Disney World. Whereas if it's just a couple, it's just the two of you, um, it could be a, it could be just an added bonus, an added touch of magic, dare I say, that that is not going to break the bank. Because one of the things, the reason we, we recommend this at the Genie Plus is time. Time is money at Disney World. Um, you are going to spend a lot of time in line. You're going to spend a lot of time in line. Did I say you're going to spend a lot of time in line waiting? You're spending a lot of time waiting. Um, now don't, now just to manage expectations when you get the genie plus and you go into the, you know, get, get to the front of the line line, you're going to wait in that line too. You're just not going to wait as long as the, what they call the 
The standby. Standby line. Mm -hmm. So just don't expect that you're going to walk in, walk right onto the ride. There is still another line. It's just not going to take you as long. Mm -hmm. Um, But don't dog those lines. Some of their best conversations have been sitting in these lines. Yeah, the clue line, the queue lines are pretty amazing. They they theme them a lot. Uh, Most of them are themed pretty well. Some of them are themed pretty awful. But for the most part... (laughs) Um, I mean, rock and roller coaster, the worst thing. Yeah. Ever. It's just boring. For it's sure. Boring. Genie plus for that one. Yeah. But um, but if you're going to, say, in the Animal Kingdom and you're waiting in line for a safari or for um, the Lion King, the Adventures of Lion King, Celebration of the Lion King, mm-hmm. um, we've had some amazing times. We actually mm-hmm. met an older couple. I think they were in their probably late 70s. Um, so I'll say one more true couple. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um and they had met in high school, went off and lived their lives, got married, had kids and all of that. Then both of them were widowed and a widower and met back up and then went on African safaris. And then we're in the line at in the Magic Kingdom and we started our conversation and they started showing us pictures of their African safari um, together. Um, I mean, their I can't story. make this stuff up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Their story was pretty amazing. And I know we've met people in lines who ran the marathon that, and that was things that inspired us to eventually do that. We've had business conversations. We've been able to have conversations about where we want to go into life. And the cool thing I think about that is we can get into these serious conversations and then we can get on this ride and go and scream and have fun. And it really balances out the like seriousness to the fun uh, and it like keeps it memorable and light and um, pretty memorable. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things, a lot of memories, different conversations. So not that everything is, uh, you know, hurry up and wait type of thing, but I will say, please be expected to wait. Just manage your expectations. But, you know, use the best of your time. We've had some great times in lines. Yeah. Um, great conversations. We made some amazing and interesting people. So, um, um, so. And there's a ton of, like, tools out there. We're not going to tell you the best, like, how to get the Genie Plus and go find the rides. And because there's queue lines and all that. But if you Google, you can find it. There's a lot of advice out there on how to best utilize that. Maybe we could put something, a link to something in the yeah. notes or something. Yeah, for sure. So, so number 10 is Genie Plus. It's worth the investment, especially if you really want to hit that ride or that attraction that you guys have really talked about and really want to um, engage in. Um, the top three, I would say that that would be, it's definitely worth the extra money is Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm guessing Tron will be worth it. And I think, um, and then Amer- uh, and the Animal Kingdom, the Pandora, Pandora, Flight of Passage, the Flight of Passage. Mm-hmm. Those three don't even hesitate. Jump on, and and one thing that one additional caveat that makes it that much um, more enticing that if you don't get them, they'll run out, so you won't have a choice by mid afternoon. You can't even get Genie Plus anymore because mm-hmm. they run out of the passes. So. Lots of things to think about, but think about it, especially if there's 
a ride or attraction that you guys really want to enjoy together. Aren't you so glad I like to get up early so I can like make sure we have those things? I'll take the blessings where they are. <laughs> yes. All right. So number nine. The after hours events. Um, they have all kinds of different after, after hours events. So like during Halloween time, they have those kinds of parties. Um, Christmas, they have that kind of party. But some of the best is they just keep the parks open for certain resorts after hours. Um, and I'll just explain just in case people don't know what the after hours mean. So they'll have after hour parties um, or they'll have extended hours. Um, so after hours means they'll close the park um, depend to the general public. And it's either a ticketed event. So you will have it will have to you'll have to pay, but you won't have to have an actual park ticket for that day. Or you can have a park ticket for that day, but it, depending on the resort you're staying at, you would be able to stay and they'll clear it out for everybody else. This is where you won't need Genie Plus. Mm -hmm. This is where the lines won't be long and you'll be able to walk on. Um, also, Magic Kingdom or any of the parks at night are so beautiful. The lighting, I mean, I don't want to pay that electric bill. Um they have specialty parades. They have specialty food and shows. shows and um, sometimes they'll have different cocktails. So if you're, if you guys like to drink, depending on the park you're in, um, the Magic Kingdom's a dry park except for inside of the restaurants. They don't like just like Epcot and Ma Hollywood Studios. You can buy um, alcohol around the park, but Inside Magic Kingdom, you can only get, you know, certain drinks inside restaurants, but it is. That's when they wanted some, hey, guy, hey, little girl, <laughs> you know, that's not goofy. Anyway. Um, yeah, I still don't know how Walt would feel about the alcohol, but yeah. that's a different podcast. Um, but they're some of the most fun. Um, I really want to go to the. Well, both I want to do that not so scary Halloween party and the very merry Christmas party. But um we've had people who have gone and just said they're super fun. So number nine for us is the after hours parties. And you can get them on the Walt Disney World uh, website. Um they they're pretty much the big ones I know of are the Halloween ones. Mm -hmm. And they have them like for six to eight weeks prior to the holiday and then they have the holiday one the very merry christmas party um those are ticketed events um you're looking to spend anywhere between 100 and 170 dollars per person um if you go like on halloween or like the first day it opens those are going to be more expensive, expensive. Um, and probably already sold out at this point yeah mm. but those are worth the investment when you're looking at just to get a ticket to go into Disney World can be anywhere around one hundred, hundred fifty dollars a day, one hundred sixty dollars, sometimes one hundred eighty dollars, and then for you to have that ticket to be able to be in the park when it's less populated, be able to walk on to multiple rides. Um, in the end, um, the investment's worth it for the time that you're going to save, and the specialty things that you're going to see, eat, and drink. Um, in the park during those times. Yeah, and they do let you in early. 
usually from what we hear. They'll let you into the park almost two hours before the party actually like opens. So you you're getting that extra time. And like we said, there's not lines. You don't need Disney Plus or Genie Plus. Um and it's gonna be one of those once in a lifetime. I don't know if it's once in a lifetime. I know people who go every year, but it's gonna be one of those memorable things because you're not going to see that stuff when you're just walking through a regular day. Um I know they've also had like villains during the summer, like they've had a villains party. Um, that would have been cool to see. They and they'll every now and then they'll come up with extra things to do. Um so yeah. Okay. So after hours, number nine. So number eight. Um, I can honestly say we this is not our cup of tea, but we've heard such good things about it. We had to put it on the list. So for us is the spa days. They have some amazing spa opportunities at the resorts. Um, one of the things about Disney that I find pretty interesting, I've always admired, is that you're not going to find typical theme park amenities at Walt Disney World. Um, it's at another level, it just really mm-hmm. is. You're not, you know, if you go to Six Flags or you go to Universal, you're going to expect certain things. But you know, a spa um, at Walt Disney World is pretty much just up to the caliber and um, excellence of something you could find in the Bahamas or you know at your um, at your you know a different type of resort because they do call all the the um, hotels and things resorts and they do live up to that name so a, a, a couple spa may be a great thing also if you're not wanting to spend that extra 350 per person to do the spa there are so many pools um especially if you're staying on property um and that meaning staying on properties is staying on their actual uh, themed resorts um they have lots of pool and lots of pools and lots of areas where parent where adults can uh, mingle and just enjoy the pool without all the kids around. There's always a there's always a section that um, they leave open for adult swim. So with that, those are the two other things where you don't always have to be running around the park. Um, you know, take a day, take a half a day, and just um, pamper yourself. Yeah. Or sit up on the pool, get some rays, get a cocktail, tease all the other kids. Teach all the other families about their kids and running around and what they're doing, what they're not, and all the fights that they're having. I mean, great people watching, from what I understand from my wife. I'd be glad you left the kids at home. Disney World is a bubble, though. So I know most people think of it as just the parks, but there, but there is so much um, more than just that. So yeah, the, I mean. Tony had to go back to for work on our last trip that we did. And I I did look up like, hey, let's go get my nails done and do something. But I was too lazy. I wanted to just sleep because the resort bed was great. Um, <laughs> but like he said, the, the pool and the spa are not our cup of tea, but so many people love that stuff. So really go enjoy it. Um, all right. Number seven. Seven. Okay, all those Epcot festivals. I don't, I I mean, I think the couple weeks we're there is the only time 
-hmm. There's not a festival. There's the flowering garden, the fine arts festival. The popular one is the food and wine festival. And then there's the festival of the holidays. Mm -hmm. So there is like maybe a week between each festival and there's never usually not something going on. Um, we went to the first day of the, uh, the arts festival, festival of the arts. I will tell you, I've heard this tip. I don't know why it didn't click in my head when we did it. Um, so by experience, do not go on the very first day of a festival. If you do not like being around lots of crowds. Yes. It was it was the busiest I had, I mean, in my entire life that I had been at the Epcot. It was it was people everywhere. My lovely wife is not one for crowds. So I was pretty much guiding her through so that anxiety and stuff wasn't going to come out. Um but other than that, I will I say I've ever held your hand that hard. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say that the artwork um, was beautiful. The artwork that they had there was very unique, extremely beautiful. Um, it wasn't, I mean, we have art festivals in our area of town and, and they're really nice, but this was just another level. Um, and it was on the first day and it was very crowded. And there was and people weren't people weren't rude, but it was just really hard to get through. I mean, everywhere you weren't, you were crowd, you know shoulder to shoulder with people. Um, but the first day and the last day I heard are not the best days to go if you're not a people person. If you don't want to be in those big crowds, those are not the times to go. But I think for our schedule, it was the only time we could go. So, But all these uh, festivals um, happen in Epcot, the Epcot Park, um, which is which the Experimental Prototype City of Tomorrow, which is the acronym. Um, and with Disney's idea, at least the original idea, was for people to actually live in the park and um, and, and it be full of technology and, and and futuristic amenities. But you know, after the creative goes, someone with the money goes, "Are you crazy?" And so now it's really more of um, they have the uh, showcase, which is basically walking through seven seven different countries. Oh uh, yeah, seven. Now I have to count. Hope I didn't get that wrong. Um, different countries and the environments that they're in and the food and the aspects of that, which is really great. And then um, and then there's a front area where they have what they call the discovery area. And that's where the rides and things of that nature. 11. Okay, so 11. I'm a little wrong. Sorry. 11, 11 different countries. And then um, it's a pretty big park. And one of the things though, it's very, it's more educational and cultural than all the other parks. So when you do go, um, not, not usually it's crowded, not as usually many kids. Um, so that's a park. Well, we'll tell you guys a little extra tip on which parks to go to first to get that perfect experience in our opinion. But, um, but the Epcot festivals are really great. Um, we haven't been to many, but we did go to the arts festival and it was amazing. It was, I mean, other than the crowds, everything was great. Um, the good news, I think for us, we didn't purchase anything. I was really about to, but, um, they'll ship everything home. We purchase it there and they'll ship it right to your house. So you're not having to carry all this artwork, um, this, you know, huge artwork, paintings and things of that nature home. Um, but we always bring home a piece of art every time we go. So it is up our alley to have 
our artwork and arts in our in our home. So if that's a thing for you, then I would say this is one of the things that you should definitely do. Yeah, I was just looking. We have a trip coming up, and we will have just missed the Food and Wine Festival start. So we tend to like to go on that downtime. <laughs> yes, love people. Yes. Um. Okay. Number six. Number six. These are my favorite. Um, fireworks viewings or dessert parties to watch the fireworks. Something about the fireworks shows at Disney World are just magic, in my opinion. Um, they make you feel something, and um, you know, I, not to give our business away, but something about just holding Tony's hand or leaning up against him and watching this just inspiration in the sky um, and done in a way that tugs at you to, you know, go after your dreams and fight for everything, you know, fighting for your fairy tale, basically, um, is just pure magic. It gets me every time. So a lot of times I'll cry. Um it's very well, it's very, I mean, the technology is amazing. Um, we use some of the technology in our business called 3D mapping, but they use it on a scale that most events and most um, organizations around the country could not afford on a normal basis. So you're going to get something that you really don't see often um, when it comes to technology. Um, Aren't, isn't Disney like the number, number two buyer of... Um, gunpowder. Gunpowder. Only behind the U.S. government. Yeah, they buy more gunpowder than or explosives than any other organization in the United States outside of military. I'll leave them right there. Um, <laughs> but I will say it's the fireworks are done quite artistically. Um, depending on which park you are are in, you get a different experience. Um, Depending on which to, part of the park you're in. Which part it. of the park, yeah, as well. Um, there are there are four parks, but there are only three fireworks shows. Um, they're very considerate in the well in the animal kingdom that they do not do the fireworks in that park due to the um due to animal safety and scaring the animals and things of that nature. So you won't get that there. But the Magic Kingdom fire fireworks show is great, and sometimes they do it twice a night. Mm -hmm. um, so that's a good one. Epcot is usually just switched over to a new fireworks show. Um, and that one's amazing. And then the one in Universal Studios is very themed off of Star Wars and stuff like that. So um, each park is going to give you a different experience. Our favorite are the Magic Kingdom ones. They're done such artistically. And with between technology, music, fireworks, and how they put it all together, I have to say bravo. I'm so excited because Happily Ever After just came back and that one is my favorite. And then they added the light, the 3D mapping that Tony was talking about down Main Street. So I'm sure that's just no matter where you're standing in that park is just going to be amazing. Um, they also have things like dessert parties. So if you want to make it extra special, um, you can do that. I know... Um, We've never done it, but they have like boats that will sit in the um oh in the in the bay in the bay yeah um, and you can get on a boat a pontoon boat and I don't you know can... why I said a lot there <laughs> but you can get on a pontoon boat and go out into the bay in the bay yeah. and watch it from the boats and so. they have 
I think they have two different sizes. They have like a small, so you can have your own, like up to 10 people on the boat and it can be more private or you can have like, they'll have kind of a dessert party, but on the boat with the viewing. Um, and just yeah. to be clear, the, the dessert parties are special viewing areas around the fireworks where they serve dessert. So just, so it's not just, um, you in you're not in the general public with people. You're in a special, you're in a special area to view, which is a, normally a very good viewing area. And then you have tons and tons of desserts that you can eat <laughs> that you can eat while you're watching. Um, again, that the dessert parties are an extra cost in those hundred to hundred and thirty dollars per person type thing. But if it's just the two of you, maybe that's something you want to splurge on and 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 have and you know pay for that extra moment. I will tell you this: um, anything that we've done extra, I don't really remember how much I paid. I remember the experience. Mm-hmm. So one of the few places where you really really you pay for it, but you get more than what you pay for, in my opinion. So and we'll talk about some dining stuff later. But there are places where you can view the fireworks and dine. And so when we get there, we can maybe mm-hmm. name those places. Okay. So those are fireworks and the dining plan. Number five. Outside the park activities. Right. There are other things to do than just going to the parks and mm-hmm. staying at the resorts and going to the pools. They have uh, they have world class golf course golf courses. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, miniature golf. They have miniature golf, which is pretty fun. Um, horseback riding. They also have cornhole. In multiple places around, and as, at the resorts. Yeah, at the resorts. My sister, brother in law, my lovely wife, and I we were out there for what two hours yeah. at least playing cornhole. And a lot of the resorts, they'll have ping pong, um, pool table. They'll have like little activity centers. So you can, you don't have to leave the resort. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's a bowling alley at Disney Springs, a movie theater. I, I have a hard time going to movie. Like I can do that at home. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, there's something about maybe a new Disney release movie that's coming out while you're there and going to watch it at Disney World. Um, there's, I mean, outside activity, they're shopping at Disney Springs. Disney Springs has tons of things that you can just walk and go do. Um, ladies, you can spend a whole day shopping. I mean, a whole day, an entire day. And it's not just, you know, Disney things. They've got, you know, all the upscale. Upscale brands. Brands. Um, I mean. It you can shop till you drop till you drop there, um, and good eating there as well. Good food as well. Correct upscale restaurants, and then they have um, a lot of I would say um, fast food types, but upscale fast food types like Guy Fieri has mm-hmm. his restaurant, Chicken Man or something like that. Chicken Guy, Chicken Guy, sorry, <laughs> Chicken Guy. There, um, a lot of famous chefs have their um, their own version of their own restaurants there um i'm going blank on the different names but uh tons of different high-end wolfgang puck wolfgang puck yeah yeah, wolfgang puck has his place so there's a lot of a lot of upscale and i guess quick service type um food and lots of shopping yeah there's also um at the 
campgrounds that what's that resort? It's right there by ours. Mm. Campground. Yeah, 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 the campgrounds. Um, they've got, you know, Chippendale will come and they've got like they they'll do a campfire sing along. They'll have well, that's a dining, but they also have an outdoor like thing where activity. it's activity. So also check your resort because they'll have, you know, s'mores and you know, just all kinds of things. But there's horseback riding, I think that's a close to Saratoga Springs there's and that those are the types of things that will get you into these other resorts maybe you're not staying at um but there's activities at these places that you can participate in um that you know you're not just going to get at your normal vacation yeah yeah get away um the activities are great just to kind of you know break up the just break up the system if you if you're Kind of getting tired of the parks. There's other things to do, um, but one of the things we will say, um, number four, downtime. You need to get some rest. Take your time to maybe take a half day or a full day during your um, trip and just chill. Um, when I first started going, we well back since 1993, even before then, um, I would take groups of. Uh, kids like performing groups and we go the parks and their families just wanted to put everything in every day but the third day we had a lot of grumpy people (laughs) lots of grumpy people because they were tired exhausted the expectations weren't managed uh i thought we were eating now food you know parents were getting you know you've seen those well if you haven't been but parents getting i'll just say snippy with their kids vice versa kids getting snip it's just it people get cranky mm-hmm. so really having some downtime um is really just a good way to kind of just rejuvenate while you're there and then get back on the horse um i will say disney world because of the investment that it takes to get there um especially in the last 10 years, the investment to get there is, is really, it's pretty high, but the experience is pretty great. You do, you, I feel you walk away with more than you pay for. That's my opinion, which is why we continue to go. However, if you are not, there's no way you're not, I'm sorry, what I'm getting at is there's no way you can see everything. The only way, and I, and I mean this, the only way you would be able to see everything or get to everything in every park during a stay you would literally have to stay there for at least a month. Mm-hmm. And just looking at the cost of that, you'd have to stay there at least a month and be in the park every day. And you might get through everything. So please know that that's why people go back again and again and again, because it, there's new things to experience. You want to, you know, sometimes people want to repeat the old things that they really like, but there's always something new and you really can't do it all. I mean, you could be there two weeks. And most most families don't do that. Most you know, if you're going to go, it's probably going to be a weekend or a long weekend, Thursday through Sunday, or maybe you know you get you go when the crowds aren't as heavy, and you do Monday through Friday or something like that. Most people are going to stay a week. I'm telling you now, there's no way, and God's green earth, you're going to get to do everything at Disney World in that week. It's just not. It's just not physically possible. So we then say get some rest. 
and enjoy the time that you have together. There's no reason being cranky and tired and frustrated, um, especially when you're spending all that money. But a lot of people go, well, I'm spending this money, we're going to do everything we can. Well, have fun with that. One of my favorite trips was last summer when we went. We went after, um, you know, the events of last spring with Tony's health concerns. And, you know, we weren't up for going and going and going. And we spent half days. We had reservations and we would make sure we went to those. But it was, we've been so much and we go with the mentality of we're going to come back again that we didn't feel rushed and we got to rest and we got to spend time together. Um, And it was just one of the most enjoyable um, vacations that I've ever had. So um, next, signature dining. Number three. Signature dining. Now, um, signature dining is, you know, going to be those a bit more upscale uh, dining situations where you're going to sit down and be served. Um, They also have great buffets and they also have great quick service, but something about, you know, with your couple, um, you and your spouse sitting and having a bit more intimate um, dining dining experience. And um, we have some favorites. Um, and what are your favorites? Um, Liberty Tree is a, is a buffet style or family style restaurant. Um, it's, it's catered to large groups and families, but, um, I love the food that's there and the, and the memories I've had there. So Sarah and I go, and, um, even though it's buffet and family style, we have a good time. That's, that's one of my favorites is Liberty Tree. Um, another favorite um, would be Ohana. <laughs> and I think that's your favorite. That's my favorite. Um, and that is um, at the Polynesian Resort. And it is a flair of Polynesian food, which is always great. The atmosphere is really cool. Food's really good. And it's very, and it can definitely be the, the restaurant's a little dark and people are talking a little, not as loud. And it, it can really be a nice, intimate experience. Um, Ohana, and then one place we've been to for one of our anniversary dinners was the uh, California Grill at the top of the Contemporary. Mm-hmm. Both of those have great fireworks feelings, mm-hmm. and they will pump the music into the restaurant. So if you can time your reservation right, you can get that fireworks feeling with your signature dining, and you didn't have to pay extra. You just pay for your food. Right. Um, so that's a great experience. The uh, California Grill actually has like a balcony type place that you can go stand on. Um, and I think if you if you have your receipt from a dinner earlier that day, if you like dined there at all that day, they'll let you back up to view. You have to show a receipt and they'll let mm-hmm. you back up to see. Yeah, to see that. Um. Some other places that we have just learned to love as a couple, um, Boma at Animal Kingdom Lodge, that resort is just beautiful. That breakfast is um, a bit more exotic and um, it's got some of the traditional stuff, but it's got just great food. Um, And one that's not a signature dining, but we 
just we went there and we fell in love with it and it's a must do every time is baseline tap house at hollywood studios um we get and we get a large pretzel we get the charcuterie board and we get like an apple cider not an apple cider uh cider beer and we share that and we just sit and it's outside and we can people watch and we can talk and just kind of slow down a little bit but uh, we love a good charcuterie board and I love a good pretzel. So um, those like that has turned into a must do um, for both of us. It's, you know, we can't and it's uh, we've turned into those like we got to do the same things over and over. So therefore we don't do it all mm. because we have our favorites that we do. But um, Ohana is mine. I loved Liberty Tree Tavern, too. It's like. If Thanksgiving food was like that, I think I'd like Thanksgiving a lot more. <laughs> um, but it's great. So. Um, I think some honorable mentions. Um, I'll just say this. It's probably worth trying once. We found the value wasn't there for us. Um, there'd be so many people who possibly may disagree with us. But Bell, what's the bell? Oh, is? be our guest. Be our guest. As far as if you are a Beauty and Beast fan... That is actually going into the Beast Castle and having either lunch, actually now breakfast, lunch, and or dinner at the castle. Um, and you can do it in the East Wing or the West Wing or the main ballroom. And so the East Wing, I think, is where the rose is. Hmm. Um, you know, the rose room where, you know, the petals are falling off and they have, and there's lightning and, you know, it's nice I think that's the, that's the West Wing. Okay. And then the East Wing, there is where, you know, all the... While the characters were, um, and then they have interactions with that, and the beast can come around and, uh, and the beast and comes out for dinner. Comes out for dinner. So um, that is probably the most one of the most expensive one of the most expensive for family for families. I think the most expensive is the Epcot, um, the Canadian place. Oh yeah, but um, but it's pretty expensive. Uh, I know we took the family and the kids there for dinner one time and bill was over $600. So yeah. um, it's a splurge, but I think it's worth doing it once. We are not a big fan of food quality there. Um, and, but the atmosphere is um, something, if you, if you really love to be the beast that I'd say you try that. And then the other one is chef de France. Mm -hmm. And that one is in Epcot. Mm -hmm. And if you are a lover of French food, this is probably a really good place for you. Um, we found the service to be not as consistent as we'd like. One time we go and it's amazing. The next time we go and it's not so good. Um, but um, but a, definitely a great dining experience and something you should try at least once. Yes. And um, just because we'll talk about it later, Chef de France is owned by a third party. So mm -hmm. any discounts that you might get, like if you're an annual pass holder or DVC member, they don't count there. Um, so watch out for certain restaurants there. But yeah, we really tried with Be Our Guest because we are Beauty and the Beast. We love that, that movie, but whew, it didn't work out. All right. We're going to... Kind of wrap up as we're getting a little long today. So number two are the VIP experiences. And these include uh, photo shoots where uh, you can go around with the um, uh, Disney photo pass, photo pass mm -hmm. um, member, photographer, and then you can get specialized photos around the Magic Kingdom or actually any park. Um, you can get the keys of the kingdom park tours. 
which are behind the scene, behind the scenes tours of the Magic Kingdom. I think you can also do it in um, Epcot as well. Uh, and then there's a there's a couple of different um, opportunities in the Animal Kingdom from Wild Africa Track, where you actually get to go and get close up to the animals in a special vehicle um, on the safari that they have there. And they have a, a behind the scenes where you can go and see where the animals are stored at night. And um, I should say housed at night, not stored, <laughs> but housed at night, um, things of that nature, if you guys are really into um, the animals. But these VIPs experiences are something outside the norm. Yes, there's a pretty, um, pretty good price tag with them, but the experience is pretty amazing and very unique because I'd say probably 10% of the normal guests get to experience this or because they're so limited, um, not many people go can go per day. So you really have to book ahead, but there are, there are, there are these types of opportunities to make your trip that much more special, especially depending on what your interests lie. If you're an animal lover, the animal kingdom experiences are great. If you want to see how things work, the behind the scenes at Disney is a really, you can see that it's a machine um, lots of um, interesting uh, tips and tricks about that. Um, when I work there, people don't realize that um, Disney World is uh, there are tunnels all around on the bottom. Um, it's pretty much a bunker underneath. Um, I'll leave that right there. But if you want to go and see what that looks like, I would say the Keys of the Kingdom Magic the Park Tour would be great. And then the photo shoot, just getting you know getting your getting some specialty photos of waiting in line for at the Magic Kingdom at the, for the castle or by the wishing well or wherever your favorite ride is, you can basically tell them where you want to go and they will basically give you a personalized photo shoot. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Our, our last one, we did top 10. So our number one is when you go with your significant other, think about that resort that you're going to stay at. Well, we we recommend a resort. We recommend a Walt Disney Resort. There are tons of our, there are tons of less expensive uh, lodging or hospitality options in Orlando. Um, there's the Hilton. There's all there's the Sheraton. There's all different types. But for the full experience, um, transportation included, not worry about rent cars, things of that nature. We do suggest um, a Walt Disney World Resort. Now, with that comes a price tag. But if it's just the two of you, it may be worth splurging on. Um, one of the things that we've decided that if you are, if you and your family go, or you guys go as a couple, or you're taking friends, if you plan on going to the Walt Disney World Resort more than twice a year, or at least twice a year, we would recommend something called the Disney Vacation Club. Mm-hmm. Um, the acronym people will throw around is DVC. And what that is, is pretty much a timeshare, Disney World timeshare. It provides opportunity for you to get discounted rates. Um, Well, it's not even a discounted rate. You pay one rate when you um, sign up, and then you use your points to reserve um, rooms. But the cost is considerably cheaper than what the rack rates are for Disney. Um, Especially in the long run. Yeah. And one of the things I will say, too, when you are looking for a hotel resort stays at Disney and there's a sale and it's maybe 25% off for these days or 35% off for this day, 
you can get that rate outside of the days that they advertise. Just a just a tidbit. If they say, hey, through February 12th to February 16th on Valentine's Day weekend, you can get 25% off of our rooms. Well, if you ask them if you want to stay to the 17th, 18th, 19th, 20th, they will offer, they will basically deliver those discounts to you. Um, and even before. So you just have to ask. Those are just marketing ploys to get people to come when they want you to. But those discounts are available outside of those uh, marketed days. So just ask so you can get those better rates. Yeah. Um, um, the resorts are also like if you're going and you're trying to make it a bit more r- romantic or whatever, we definitely there are definitely resorts. Um that we would recommend before certain ones. For instance, I would not go to the all-star, any of the all-star resorts if you're trying to stay at a value. I would, um, honestly, I would not pick a value resort. If I I would splurge and at least stay at the moderate. Um, the French Quarter is small and uh, quaint or the Caribbean Beach is where we stayed when you proposed. Um, and that was cute. And romantic. And then, but if those deluxe resorts, there's just, they're deluxe and they're beautiful and the amenities are worth them. Um, And if you have a significant other that will only stay deluxe, definitely, definitely invest in DVC. (laughs) Well, and I think what she's saying is I'm a hotel snob. Um, I used to tour for a living, uh, tour all around the world, and our only reprise was when we got back to the hotel. Um, and then we'd be, you know, we'd be in Europe or in across the United States or South America, and we were working all the time. So for me, when we got back to the hotel, I wanted a place that did not have bugs on the bed, that I could get room service. I'm, I am definitely a hotel snob but that's probably because of my touring days because that was the only time we got to rest and we needed to rest because we were going i mean what we used we used to say eight days a week mm-hmm. so um so yes i love that about you though yeah well, i do well, i've learned stuck up a little i've learned to love that <laughs> well that is kind of the top 10 we just want to go through them real quick yep. all right i'll let you go okay the first one is Definitely invest in Genie Plus. Time is money. Time is money. Number nine, look at the after-hour events. They're going to give you a unique perspective um, and a unique experience at Disney World. If you enjoy the spa or pool, definitely take some time to uh, relax in those places. If you, when you are there and you have the right timing or to plan for those Epcot festivals, which are unique um engagements during at, at unique engagements with the arts um the holidays flowers things of that nature if you have special interest during those uh, epcot festivals it's a great added bonus if you're there at the right time mm-hmm. uh next is the firework fireworks viewings uh just some of my favorite memories are during those times and those are those special viewings where you can get those special dessert parties special viewing areas Please know you can always go in the general public, stand and wait for about 30 minutes, 45 minutes. Mostly times it's about an hour ahead of time to hold your spot for the fireworks. But by getting the viewings, you don't have to do that. (laughs) Um, So number five, 
the, the special activities um, outside of the parks, golf, mini golf, horseback riding, um, we call it game night, cornhole, pool, um, foosball, ping pong. Take some time, just chill, have some good times, um, which leads us into number four. Rest, enjoy. I know you're there. I know it was expensive, but it's just you and your significant other. Take the time to rest and, you know, recuperate and enjoy each other. Thoroughly. <laughs> and number three, um, signature dining. Have that romantic night. Spend a little more and have that amazing dining experience, intimate dining experience in a themed environment that you won't get anywhere else. Maybe that will be date night at Disney World. We're going to have to do that one. Yeah. Um, Number two, VIP experiences. Plan a photo shoot. Um, There's the Keys to the Kingdom tour, the Wild Safari. There's so many. If you just Google VIP experiences, they'll come up um, at Disney World. And they're just something extra special that, um, you know, creates a memory. For you guys. Absolutely. And the number one, we suggest um, doing the spurs and staying at the resort, um, staying at one of the resorts. Um, she had mentioned that the moderate, not the moderate, the, what's the last time? Oh, value. That the value resorts. That is where you're going to get all the teenagers and all the groups and all the cheerleaders and all the football players and all the band people. They're going to be spending their time there. So, mm, Possibly not the best way to have your intimate experience um, with football players running down the halls and stuff like that. And cheerleaders outside practicing their cheers for their performance. Um, Nothing wrong with that. Um, We've done it many times. But when you have the extra funds and to go up to a moderate or even a deluxe, um, it's well worth it. I would even highly suggest delay your trip a little bit to save up to upgrade to um, at least a moderate Mm. if if it's just the two of you i would you know um we've been in that situation financially where we you know needed to delay um but if it's value only pop century yes pop century is the best of those um yeah so last thing is um there's some tips which will which will look like we're going to push to another podcast running out of time but we're going to talk to you guys about um, the Disney dining plan, which is a way to basically get all your meals included with one purchase price at the beginning. So you're not worried about food and things and what if, if and what and if it's something you should do and what plan you should get. Um, when then basically the order of the parks that you should visit, in our opinion, based on managing expectations so that your entire vacation is always exciting. Um, we've taken, I've, I've this is no lie. I think we've taken 50 to 75 groups to Disney World at some point. Um, and based on our experience with the groups and with couples, there's a different way to do it with groups than to do it with couples. And we would just basically recommend, give you our recommendations on that. And that'll come up in another event, another podcast. And finally, um, the annual passes and DVC opportunities where it's just a way to make your investment and get the full value of what Disney World can offer. So with that, we'll leave it there. But we hope it was a little fun today um, yeah. that you do have to, well, when it comes to your wealth, 
well, your health, your wealth, and your relationships. With those relationships, you have to have some fun. And this is one of the ways that we do it. And we'd love that we'd share it with you. Yeah. Um, we know we've been super deep in all of that, but sometimes we have to reel it back in one of the ways we got out of um, our tough situations was by having fun, mm-hmm. you know, and making sure we took time. And this is one way we really enjoy it. And it's also it means a lot to us. It's why we called it fighting for your fairy tale. It's why on our cover art, it's us in front of the castle, because those are really important to us. And so we just want to share with you. So these are our top 10 tips, and we are going to try to have a bit more fun moving forward. Absolutely. Hope you had a hope you had a good time. Hope you guys take this and run with it. And we will see you next time. Yes, thank you again. Please rate, subscribe, follow. Um, he is Tony Smith producer, and I am Sarah Nave Smith, and together we're Tony and Sarah Official on social media. And we will talk to you next week. Bye guys. <laughs>